LeVar Burton and his daughter Mika likely need no introduction. I'm going to give them one anyway. You know LeVar as Chief Engineer Geordi LaForge of the USS Enterprise-D, and more recently as a Commodore and Curator of the Fleet Museum. Mika is known as a professional cosplayer, a video game enthusiast, and Commodore LaForge's daughter Alondra. But what was it like for this father-daughter team to work together on Star Trek Picard's final season? The answer to that and other questions is coming up. I'm T. Rick Jones, and this is a very special Father's Day edition of your Daily Star Trek News. But don't take my word for it. Reading has been a lifelong passion of yours and, and teaching people to read and, and getting people involved in books. Why is that? Why is that so important to you? Um, it's a, a value that I inherited from my mother, uh, Mika's grandmother, um, Irma Jean. Um, and I certainly am aware of the impact that, that my relationship with the written word has had on my life. And I, I know that we are, as much as we are what we eat, um, we are what we read, and we also are what we refuse to read. Sure. And um, I, I, I believe that literacy is a civil right. And that means it belongs to everybody, and everybody should be literate in at least one language. That's my, that's my view. Sure. Uh, and Mika, was there a lot of pressure to learn to read when you were little? Uh, I don't think it was pressure. I naturally loved to, to read as a kid. Um, I was definitely the one reading like the higher level books in grade school, but then that definitely petered into me burning out and just reading fan fiction as an adult, um, <laughs> which I find is a, a brilliant way to consume uh, literature these days. And also my favorite story is when I was in AP literature in 11th grade, um, my, and I was in all AP English classes my entire life. I took two AP English classes at once for the record. I was always very into English and reading. Um, but one of the fan fictions I was taking all of my uh, vocab words from at the time was written by one of my English teacher's best friends who was also an English teacher. So if anybody ever likes to say that fan fiction isn't educational or a high level of reading, incorrect. Because I got a lot of vocab words out of that fan fiction. Sure. Yeah. yeah. There's smart people write fan fiction. You know, a lot of English teachers do too in their free time. Lots of English teachers are nerds. Lots of English teachers like to write, and they end up writing fan fiction, and we end up reading it. Oh. In twelfth grade, in my AP Lit class, I did extra credit for my vocab sentences by writing a Sherlock fan fiction instead of just sentences. I wrote a whole fan fiction, and to this day, that teacher still has the giant booklet from the end of the year in her classroom and she brags about it that's so cool that's so cool i'm a big sherlock holmes fan too so i'm, I'm excited to hear you like sherlock I... <laughs> I, I am too because of her yep oh okay i sat him down and had him watch bbc sherlock and he really loved it are you guys reading anything uh anything good right now Either. No, I'm, I'm in the middle of recording season 12 of LeVar Burton Reads, so most of my um, reading time is, is, is being sucked up by um, short stories, preparing, you know, we're still, we're, we still have uh, six more to choose um, to complete the season of 12, so I'm knee, I'm knee deep in that. Yeah. Um, my book club just launched an, uh, a new book, um, my book club on fable. Um, we're reading Heavy by P.A.C. Lemon. Uh, 
I've got, I've got so much reading that I need to be doing, um, but I, I'm dunking it down, taking it one step at a time. Because the leading in most cases is is leading to writing. Um, yeah. this summer. I'm reading the item descriptions in Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> you know, lots of stuff to read. I haven't played, but I hear it's great. It's phenomenal. It's been eating up every single minute of my free time. Sure. We are in the second <laughs> week now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not slowing down either. It's bad. I've lost <laughs> a lot of sleep. It's <laughs> such a good video game. <laughs> That's great. So, Lavar, you're playing too? No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gaming at all these days. It's been since lockdown, since the, the, the middle of lockdown, since wow. I, or maybe the beginning of lockdown. Because that's when you went on your Far Cry binge, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think early 2020, all of a sudden he decided to play like three Far Cry games in a row. Wow. Yeah, he got really into it. <laughs> I like that time. I'm waiting for Far Cry the movie. <laughs> well we know that Giancarlo Esposito is going to be in it because he plays all the villains Absolutely. in Far Cry always so <laughs> well hopefully somebody's listening and they'll make it and they'll cast both of you in it in, I in would love that Far Cry would be amazing as a movie <laughs> uh, so Mika you are among other things a professional cosplayer um, I was, no, I that was retired. Oh, you point. retired. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how do you, how do you become a professional cosplayer? Uh, well, I started cosplaying when I was in middle school because my friends and I were in the anime club together and there was this like little local con here called Anime Los Angeles. And it was just like at a hotel and, uh, I knew about cons and I went to them just, you know, as a kid, but I didn't know that you could like dress up and go to cons. And so my friend let me borrow one of her Kigurumis that she got from Japan. Um, and that was like my first foray into dressing up and going. And then the next year I dressed from Shugo Chara without a wig, just the costume. Cause I was like, ah, that's too much effort. And then like it progressively grew from there. And when I started doing bigger builds and more accurate cosplays, um, some of my friends in the convention scene asked me, have I ever thought about guesting at cons? And I was like, I didn't know that was a thing that I could do because I took photos and they said, you could print these out, sell them as prints and be a cosplay guest. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll try it. So I guessed it at the first time at um, a convention that my friend helped run and it went well. And it just kind of spiraled from there. It was kind of like an accident. I just kind of tripped into it, but then it consumed my life. <laughs> the industry has absolutely exploded since even I stepped a toe into it and then since even I've not officially left it I still cosplay for fun with friends I just don't cosplay guest anymore or sell prints yeah. um but yeah it's it's beautiful to see how crazy the cosplay community has come because I mean I used there used to be one wig store that took three weeks to ship and you know there you couldn't buy these beautiful pre-made costumes 3d printing didn't exist there were no tutorials i mean people have made some incredible pieces of artwork in the past decade that this hobby has been around and it's really cool to see how far the cosplay community has come that's really cool so uh, how did you get involved in star trek Picard season three whose idea was it to bring um you on or was it lavar was it your idea was it a producer was it yours mika it was not, it was a, an audition. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, I do like to proudly say nobody gave me this role. That's great. Um, 
it wasn't handed to me. I did audition for it. It was kind of one of those, I'll audition for it to see what happens because, you know, it would be funny. <laughs> it would be funny if I couldn't get a job playing yeah. LeVar Burton's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> well, it would also be funny if I played his daughter. But yeah, it was one of those, like, he was going to have two daughters in the show regardless. Sure. Um, whether I was playing one or not. So auditioning for it was uh, set up through my agent and through the show. And it was a formal audition that got sent in and, and got a call back and got a second round and all of that. Was Alondra the one you auditioned for? No, I auditioned for Sydney. Yeah, I think it would have been a little too close to home with all of the uh, father-daughter fights, to be honest. It was <laughs> different playing the loyal, non-sassy daughter. So I think it was actually really more fun to go outside of our normal father-daughter range and yeah. be kind. Really stretched the boundaries, yeah. boundaries of the relationship. It was very weird. I, every time, you know, Ashley had a argument scene, I was like, oh man. I feel like we've had that exact same one. So it's not really acting. So that doesn't really count, you know? So I'm actually really happy that we went through. Uh, <laughs> I got cast as Alondra. <laughs> That's great. LeVar, what was it like? Um, was Did it feel like uh, Bring Your Daughter to Work Day uh, when she stepped on the set with you? An extended version thereof. Yeah. yeah. It, it was awesome. Um, we drove to work every day that we we, we were on the call sheet together. Um I just wanted to soak up as much of it as I could, knowing what I do at this stage of my life. There's no guarantee that this opportunity would come around again. So I really wanted to mark all the moments and take mental pictures and savor um, the experience. Mika, are you were you a Star Trek fan at at the beginning? You can you can whisper it if you don't want your father to oh no he's it. very aware i've always been a very vocal star wars fan versus star <laughs> trek. um i i think it's because i didn't the only star trek that i was very aware of was next generation when i grew up yeah. and it, that's my whole family it was weird watching it everybody was very 80s it just wasn't my thing um so i just steadfastly did not watch star trek but i loved star wars um, but then the reboots with Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto came along and I became a new Star Trek fan because I finally understood what Trek stood for. Um, and of course, I'm a fan of Picard and season three and all of that. Like I watch it all and it's very good. Season three is so good. Um, uh, I mean, I'm a little biased, but I genuinely think it's just good television. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I do. I watch the Star Trek movies uh, the new ones, uh, actually often. Uh, Into Darkness is one of my favorite films. So yeah, ah, I'm, I'm both, I'm a fan of both now. But will I will go back and watch Next Generation still? No, it's still weird. <laughs> it still freaks me out. It's still weird. <laughs> Marina has poodle hair. I don't, uh, it's weird to me. So how did it feel walking onto a Star Trek set as a newish fan of Star Trek? It was still very surreal, even not being a huge fan. I could, I still understand it's one of the most beloved franchises in the universe of all time. It is, I'm not uh, immune to the awe, the shock and awe of being on the bridge for the first time. But at the same time, I think my favorite part of working with everybody was that even though they've all known me since literally I was born, um, especially my father, uh, it was professional, you know, like in between takes, it's never professional on any set, obviously, but while working, 
it wasn't anything different than a normal day at work, which I really appreciated. Um, it was like, you know, take your daughter to work day on the off hours, but when it was time to work, it was time to work. That's great. However, I, I will say that as a father, um, to see how all of the cast with whom, like she said, she's grown up with, um, how they responded to her as a professional when the cameras were rolling, uh, as opposed to, you know, Mika, when the <laughs> cameras were not, right? Um, yeah. That was really gratifying to experience, to see the level of respect that she got because she's good. She is good, I agree. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed the relationship between the two of you. I, I thought it was a great decision to bring Alondra on at the same time uh, play, uh, as Jordy being played by LeVar's daughter. I thought that was a that was a really interesting and good choice rather than have you on for the entire time as Sydney. Um, I thought that was that was an interesting choice to pair pair you guys up basically. Uh, it worked out really really well. Yeah. And there was there's a there's an energy that 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 the two of us can access that is a shorthand to father daughter. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That, that 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 just comes without even trying. Yeah. Right? So that really I think served the the story incredibly well uh, as well. When you guys beamed on together um, right. and were father and daughter, uh, that was great. And then you, Lavar, left the scene, and it was just Alondra and Ashley, um, Ashley Sharp Chestnut, for those who are listening, who played Sydney. Uh, I, it, you guys felt like sisters. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you, you, you were, you turned to her and was like, "I'll talk to him," and you went off, and you felt like that. I felt that relationship through the whole time, the whole time, all through, anytime you three were on stage and I've talked to Ashley and uh, she felt like LeVar and Mika welcomed her into their family, into your family. Yeah, we did. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so talk to me a little bit about. Because she's like, she's, she's so cool. She's so cool. Yeah. It was we so love, easy. We love Ashley Sharp Chester. Yeah. I genuinely, I don't think I could have found a better person to play my sister. They bonded immediately. It, it was bonded terrifying. Really hard right away. Yeah. Everybody on set was like, oh no, they're best friends. Yeah. Oh no. It was really wonderful. It was very cool to see. Yeah. You know? And uh, I know she's probably told you the story that we were filming over Thanksgiving and she didn't have enough time to go home. So we we're obviously like, um, come to our house, obviously be a part of our family for Thanksgiving. And it felt so natural it was so great to have her over we had such a fun time absolutely yeah that's that's great because that's what every fan wants to hear right we want to hear that you're actually a family even though we know she's not your family but she kind of is now right so um because that's such a hallmark of 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 star trek right why did we why do we tune in episode after episode to, to see the relationships among these people grow and develop right yeah. And 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 it doesn't it hasn't happened in all of the series, um, but it sure happened with us in in in, in the next generation iteration. And um, that theme of family is really what it's all about. And it's interesting because that energy carried from next gen to Picard for sure. Because obviously the next gen cast already had that family bond, but 
I mean, with Jerry and Michelle and Ashley and Ed, we all have that family bond. Uh, it's it's really it almost infectious what they've given to us as as the whole complete Picard cast. Everybody is so close and so lovey. I mean, I'm sure lots of the listeners know that Jerry and Terry and you know a bunch of the producers and makeup artists we all went to Todd's house and played D&D together you know that wasn't for publicity that's just because we're friends <laughs> yeah I mean you hear stories about the next generation cast and how close you all are um I think the next the next one would be Discovery um but you're of the classic Trek you guys are the closest and have remained in contact all these years and now you have an extended family uh in Ashley and Mika was already part of that family because by proxy of being your daughter. But Todd and yeah, uh, Jerry was already a part of the family, right? Yeah. Um, it, it, and Michelle, um, you earn your way into the Star Trek family, but we are an open hearted bunch and we welcome you with open arms if you come with the right stuff. Yeah, I think that is very true. It's It was very intimidating um, stepping onto a set with seasoned veterans i mean these are some of the greatest actors of my generation and i'm aware of that you know they may be my family but i'm like <laughs> their imdb is very stacked you know they know <laughs> what they're doing so to uh show up to work and you know give it your all but also know that they're not lying when they say like you've done a good job and we're proud it's like mm -hmm. Whoa. I mean, although I don't, I still don't know if Brent's actually telling the truth when he says that I did a good job. He still could be lying. It is a very sneaky man. <laughs> it's good I'll to never know. trust him. <laughs> Getting back to Ashley for a second, there's a story going around that her character was supposed to die and that LeVar, you had something to do with giving her more lines and, and res basically rescuing the character. Is any of that true? Or is, was it Mika? I wasn't supposed to die. You were supposed to die. Was no, that no, it wasn't. No, Ashley, it wasn't, it wasn't Mika, Mika. It was Ashley. Ashley was supposed to die. Huh. Because I remember you were like, I'm going to need to have a conversation <gasps> if I have to. If I have to say goodbye to, to my child. A child my yeah. Child. Yeah. I remember right. that. Yeah. 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 You were like, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Because the development of the story didn't allow for Jordy's response to that, and it was like, okay. no, 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 no. We we can't, we can't. When when Terry and I had our very first conversation, I'm I'm I made a case that it didn't make sense for me to come back unless we could rehabilitate Jordy's canon where relationships are concerned. Sure. And he agreed with me that that would be something a valuable goal to attain. And so on the heels of that, he he came up with the the both daughters, right? Yeah. Uh, I think in 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 all good things, um they're mentioned, right? I think but so. At least one of them. No, is. they're both mentioned, they're both and, mentioned. A, and a brother. And a, right. right. So so having having gone there and made Jordy a father, right? Rehabilitating you know the the just sort of excising the the creep factor yeah. that 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 was certainly there um it it was like it didn't make sense now you're now you're going to kill one of my kids and 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 nah nah yeah. so 
Yeah, I, I had forgotten. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. What he was thinking of was that I was only supposed to be in right. in two episodes, right. but oh. they kept rewriting the episodes to keep adding me in, which was really cool. <laughs> I thought genuinely it was supposed to be just a, a small little blip on the radar, but we kept extending it and the the you know next generation of the next generation was born. <laughs> and and it, it absolutely was as a result of the chemistry that was clear um, in that scene when um, the two sisters were left, right? And then they they, they, they filmed the stuff with Ed. Yeah. And, and it just, it was like, this works. Let's keep this going. Yeah. Right? And it just made sense that, that the other sister was off on the boondoggle. Um, and you know, and was right there through the board and to the very end. It was really awesome. Yeah. That's great. Was there ever any discussion about meeting Mrs. LaForge? Um, um, not this time around. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I know there's been a lot of fan speculation that it was Leah Brahms. We know it's not. It's oh, absolutely okay. not. It's absolutely right. not. I've never seen the episode from, from what I've heard. We don't want to encourage any of that disgusting stalkerish sure bullshit i just like to, <laughs> to leave that in the past where it is yeah right and again rehabilitating jordy's canon around relationships means he found love right healthy a healthy kind of love yeah but i still stand by the fact that our mother is beyonce <laughs> <laughs> well sure so when beyonce gets that call you know star trek legacy <laughs> it's time to bring in mrs laforge nobody will be surprised were you always mika uh interested in acting as a career or did um did that sort of come later some people are born and know exactly what they want to do i'm a stage manager and i've always mm. wanted to I respect stage managers so hard. I took stage management as a class uh, in my acting conservatory. I had to create a whole book and I had to be third assistant stage manager on one of our uh, productions and I had stress nightmares. So thank you to stage managers everywhere. I'm so sorry when there is a live flame ever involved in a play or musical. <laughs> yeah, it ain't fun. It's not great. Um, uh, but so, so you with as an actor, uh, was that something you just always wanted to do? It is, and it's funny because he hangs his head and kicks his feet uh, every time the story comes up. I always wanted to act. I was in, uh, you know, the acting programs in elementary school, middle school, high school. Um, but when college rolled around, we had this very serious conversation of, "Don't be like me." Um, Roots was a once in a lifetime opportunity. You don't want to be a starving artist. Blah 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 blah. blah. I mean, I was discouraged every step of the way. Every time I was in a play, this is cool for fun, but you're not going to do this as a living. Okay, dad. This is cool for fun, but okay, dad. So I went to college my first year, um, double majoring in English and pre-law. And I was going to be a lawyer. And I was going to have a reliable job with a W-2 and all of that. Um, but halfway through my first year of being an English major, I was miserable. And I was like, I actually hate this. And so I applied for the conservatory program at University of Michigan, which is one of the best in the country, uh, without telling them. And <laughs> essentially the rule was, if I got into this incredibly hard program, which is triply hard transferring in, then I'm really passionate about this, I'm actually good at it, and he'll support me. 
and lo and behold, it happened. And I'm very glad I didn't fumble that bag because that would have been embarrassing. Um, <laughs> so I, I pursued and, and persisted and continued on. And now that's here I am. I think he just wanted to test me to make sure that I really cared about acting. <laughs> it's important to know that she was doing it for the right reason. And, 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 and by that, I mean, because there was nothing else her heart desired. Yeah, I think I'd be so sad if I was a lawyer right now. I'd be like the saddest human. Also, I cry when I argue, so I don't know why I thought I could do that. I have no idea what what possessed me to think, yeah, you can argue for a living. I anytime somebody's like, I don't like Star Wars, I'm like, what do you mean you don't like Star Wars? <laughs> so there's been a lot of talk about Star Trek, what's being called Star Trek Legacy right now. We don't know what it will be called if it even exists. You probably get this question like a hundred times a day. But would one or both of you be interested in being in that that the next thing, the next spinoff? Absolutely. I'd want nothing more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it makes perfect sense. The setup was so good, right? They yeah. have all of the elements. Mm -hmm. it, it just, it, it makes a lot of sense. Now, I understand that, you know, um, Alex has his roadmap for 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 Star Trek, um, and, and this wasn't a part of it. But I think that in this case, a pivot is absolutely called for. Um, it just doesn't make sense to not do this yeah. or do that, whatever that is going to be. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, as long as that involves Terry Metalis at the helm, yeah. absolutely. I think it was um, this funny, I, I watched it happen, a shift on set towards like maybe episode nine when we were filming. Cause I remember everybody going, oh, this is a, this is a swan song, you know, can't wait to hang up the costumes forever. I'll, I'll never see you again, blue contacts, yada, yada, yada. And then everybody started going, I can come back. I could be persuaded. And this continue, I could see yeah, the next episode or two, I'll, I'll come back. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. And I think that that was the general consensus once this, familial relationship with everyone on the cast really deepened and we all had that click and we all had that chemistry it was like that last day of high school you just don't want to go you wish everybody went to college together and that's what I feel like kind of was happening towards the end it was like well what do you mean this is the last season and the last episode we we just started you know so I think that that dad's right it would not make sense to continue something that I mean not only has pretty much every single member of the cast been like yes yesterday I would be there but the writers the composer all the producers everybody involved in production design Dave yeah Dave, oh my god everybody involved in season three were like yeah I'll do legacy are you kidding me so it's like when you have a whole team willing and waiting why squander that you know it's very rare in this industry especially do you have so many people say this is the best experience i want to do it again on the heels of it being so phenomenally successful with both critics and fans that's a hard line to walk because usually on on rotten tomatoes it's that split critics hated it fans love it or vice versa but this is universally beloved so cds paramount plus write the check <laughs> Write the check. Just do it. 
It's true. And every, I mean, every down to, as you say, Dave Blass and Terry Metalis and all the extras and everything was just perfect this season. It was, I mean, widely hailed as one of the, probably the best season of modern Star Trek. Um, and it was it, across the board. It and was, the people all responsible for it are going, we'll do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just let <laughs> us do it. Just let us do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Hire everybody back. The whole, everybody. 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 Everybody Even wants Todd to. who's dead. Yeah. But is anybody ever dead in Star Trek? Terry told me that he has plans. So He's got, he's got it worked out. <laughs> See? He's got it he's worked out. He's already got it worked out. Yeah. And Todd became such a fan favorite. And the fact that Terry's like, he won't be dead if, if we get this going. Like, please, come on, guys. Like, he's already telling the fans. He's not even making it a secret. He's already yeah. saying, we'll do it, my guys. Just... Do you like, know like, how hard it is to establish a beloved new captain in the Star Trek universe? And we have two beloved captains, captains. Yeah. in one show. Yeah. That's hard. That's like getting two beloved new doctors. You can barely get one beloved new doctor. Right. So. Well, exactly. It's, it seem, would seem to be a no-brainer. It would seem. <laughs> It would seem. I hope that they are right now trying to figure it out, right? Yeah. yeah. The finances of it. My understanding is, you know, there's a there, there there's a specified budget for Star Trek, right? So uh, that money's already spent on Prodigy and 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 Star Fleet Academy. Fleet Academy yeah, right? right. Um, and and so this is this was not on the books. This was this was not on anybody's bingo card. I'll host a car wash. What do they need? <laughs> I'm sure if we put a GoFundMe up, it would be funded in two minutes. Are you kidding me? A GoFundMe for Star Trek Legacy would sure. kill smash yeah. records. Absolutely. Yeah. It yeah. it absolutely and if that's what they need, call me. All right. I'm really great at marketing. <laughs> like what what else do you need? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. (laughs) I guarantee you it would get funded in a couple hours. Well, LeVar Burton, Mika Burton, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you.